Hello, greetings and welcome to today's broadcast. This is Moments with Revi. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage counselor, and a senior pastor, Church of God Mission Water Resources District Headquarters. I celebrate you. My name is Revi. I celebrate you. I don't take it for granted. I'm glad that you tuned in today and uh, this program will do you good. It's a time where we talk about marriages and we talk about relationships and issues. So I'm excited for you, listener, because this episode will open your eyes. This is a season of miraculous solutions for you and your family. This is a prophetic word from our Archbishop to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, miraculous solutions in your relationship and in everything that concerns you. Glory be to God in the highest. Today I will share on a topic I titled Relationship Life Circle. The Relationship Life Circle. I'll begin by defining some terms. You know, from a marital perspective, what is a relationship? Now, a relationship is a connection between two people. Now, but in a broader sense, a relationship means friendship. A relationship means a way in which two or more people are connected. A relationship also means kinship. Now, on the other hand, if I define marriage, I'll define marriage as a covenant between a man and a woman who have done all the necessary rights to be legally married. Now, kinship is a very strong connection point for a relationship. Kingship is a strong connection point. And that's why people say blood is thicker than water. I'm sure you have heard that statement before. They say blood is thicker than water. Although we have seen relationships between friends that is even stronger than a blood relationship. You know that. You and I know that. Some friends. Some friends. Some people are closer to their, some of their friends than even their brothers or their sisters. But as strong as kinship is, marriage is a stronger connection point of relationship because after marriage the two of you become one flesh according to the word of god now there's no way in scripture where it says you and your sibling will become one flesh there's no way even when it says oh you and your twin brother your twin sister will become one flesh but when it comes to marriage the bible says a man leave his father and his mother shall be joined to his wife and they both shall become one flesh Hallelujah. That's what the scripture says. But I know, however, that the reality on ground in some instances is that some people are still more connected to their siblings and to their friends than to their spouse. I know that that's an anomaly. That's not how it should be. But the reality on ground with what we are seeing from a lot of people is that some people, they don't really leave. They don't really cleave as they should. So they are more connected to some other people. You know, as a matter of fact, some people are married, but there is no relationship between them and their spouse. Maybe there was a relationship, but after a while, no more relationship between them and their spouse. Them and their spouse are just roommates. They're just housemates or bedmates. In other words, that connection point for those spouses is that we share a child or we share a room together other than that no relationship whatsoever but was it always this way the answer is no probably most likely the answer is no in the beginning it was not so or it probably was not so what happened to the relationship people will say life happened to it it was rosy before but life happened to that relationship that's why i want to look at that's why i want to talk about the relationship life circle today 
It was not like that before. Something happened to it, and then before you know it, the relationship is no more. You need to understand this circle so you can know how to navigate your way through all the different stages of every relationship. Now, let me take my anchor scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. From verse 1 to 8, it says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. There is a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. The last verse, a time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. So to everything there is a season, even in marriage, even in your relationship, there will be seasons, there will be different seasons. There will be a time in your marriage where you feel like loving and other times where you feel like hating. There will be a time where you feel like picking up stones to scatter everything. And other times, you feel like a peacemaker. There will be times of laughter and there will be times of soberness. It happens in all relationships. You know, you can feel that way, but it doesn't mean you have to act that way. Please know the difference. You can feel that way. You can feel that way, but you don't have to act that way. Now, before I continue, I am Reverend Victor Ekwe. I'm a relationship coach, marriage counselor, and the senior pastor, Church of God Mission, Water Resources District Headquarters. I will love you to join me for service. I will love you to join me for service. At number 7, Ubeto Avenue, off Water Resources Road, you will be blessed. I am sure about that. Now, our Sunday service, 3-in-1, Power Pack Service, School of the Bible, 720, School of Leadership, 820, you know, School of uh, Worship Experience, 910. You will be blessed. Weekly activities, Wednesday Bible study, 5 p.m. Friday prayer meeting, 6.30 a.m. Please join us for a fresh revelation of the Word of God and for counseling if you so wish. You can also reach me for feedback through victorekweofficial at gmail.com or my Facebook page, Victor Ekwe. And to listen to this podcast again, please visit my podcast page, www.anchor.fm slash slash dot dot anchor dot fm slash review a, a powerful 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 i've been teaching on the series uh, on the topic titled the relationship life cycle now let me continue there are three broad stages in every relationship three broad stages whether it's a marriage whether it's, it's a boyfriend girlfriend whether it's just a relationship or a marriage there are three broad stages and i want you to, t- to follow me closely there's something powerful that's going to come your way now the stage one of every relationship is the excitement stage the romance stage the stage of passion and fantasies the stage of promises promising the whole world i'll cross the world for you i'll cross oceans for you that's the excitement stage is the stage one of every relationship is is the 
broadly the stage one of of every relationship this is the excitement stage this is the time to laugh this is the time to love this is the time to make merry and enjoy this is the time to embrace oh you want to embrace this is the time to build up you know you thinking how you both of you are going to build up the world both of you are going to build up your lives both of you are going to go places this is the time both of you are dreaming this is what we will do this is what we will achieve you know you talk all of those this is the time to plant this is the time to dance oh, you just feel like dancing this is the time of peace everywhere is peaceful uh, listen to me please enjoy this season for you never know how long it will last enjoy this season. take this counsel for me enjoy this season you never know how long it will last but i pray for you in your relationship at your time of romance and honeymoon it will last forever in the name of the lord jesus christ now please note when i say this is a stage this is the season for romance the season for passion the season for fantasies i do not mean that if you are in a uh, relationship that is planning towards marriage that you should not begin to have to, to romance yourself. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I mean is that this is a stage of excitement in that relationship. You just love yourself. You are just excited about, you know, about yourself. You are excited, right? So that's what I mean. Now, it's the stage where you feel like, you know, there are butterflies in your tummies. You feel it's, it's the time to dance. It's the time to love. It's the time to be excited. It's a feeling, but you it, it doesn't necessarily mean that because this is the time for that, that you actually do, you actually take advantage of that season. How do I mean? In school, for instance, we could say, in boarding school, for instance, we could say, this is the time for prep. And some of the children will go and observe their prep. Some others will not. We could say it's time for lecture in the university. Some students could go for lecture and other students would say, please, I'm not going for lecture today, even though it's the time for lecture. So, it's the time for something does not mean everybody, you know, takes advantage of that thing. That's the truth of the matter. That's the truth of life. You know, it's a season to dance. Some people just decide that they're not going to dance. It's a season to love and be merry. Some people just decide that I'm not going to be merry. I'm not going to rejoice. Some men will tell themselves, if I let her know I am happy, she will start misbehaving. So they bottle their joy. They bottle their love. And sometimes they choke on it. The Bible says the men of Issachar, they understood the times and the season and they knew what Israel ought to do at every time. May you have the same understanding in the name of Jesus so that in the season for, for, for laughter, in the season for love, you will enjoy it to the maximum. Stage two is the reality stage and the part also stage. This is definitely not the time to laugh at all. This is the time for shock. <laughs> you discover things about that person and, and you shock. Like they say in our parlance, say, he shocked me. <laughs> you discover the snoring. You discover the dirtiness. You discover the rudeness and the ego. You discover the truth of what business he does, but he lied to you. You discover she was not as she informed you. You discover the manipulative tendencies of the, your husband or your wife. And then, you, you know, like what we saw in Ecclesiastes, you begin to refrain from gradually embracing. You refrain from loving. You feel like you don't want to dance anymore. You feel like you don't want to laugh anymore you feel like you don't want to talk anymore you know you just feel like gathering stones to scatter everything when you get to this stage you don't have to act the way you feel one of the traits of a mature believer of a mature person is self-control 
It is one of the fruits of the Spirit, you know, as you find them in Galatians chapter 5. A mature husband does not act on impulse. A mature wife does not act rashly. When you act rashly, you can throw away the baby and the bathwater before you realize what you have done. My counsel for you to calm down. Your relationship is only going through a phase. And this phase will pass away. This too will pass. Relax. Learn about yourselves more. It's important. Now, this is the stage where the woman has to apply First Peter chapter 3, verse 1, which says, Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be warned by the conversation of the wives. Madam, you have discovered unpleasant things about your husband, but still be subject to him. Still submit to him while you work things out. Don't try to wrestle power and control of the home from him. Know your place in the home. This too is the stage where husbands need to apply First Peter chapter 3, verse 7, which says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Give honor unto her as unto the weaker vessel, and as being held together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Now you know the truth about your wife. When you were dating, she probably hid some things from you, but now you know, Abby. So dwell with her according to the new knowledge that you have. Honor her. Treat her as the weaker vessel, so that your prayers for her to change will be answered, so that your prayers for breakthrough will also be answered. Then the final stage of every relationship is called the resolution stage. This is the resolution to destroy the relationship or to make amends and forge ahead. The insight and the understanding you get in the stage two and the stage one of your relationship will determine the fate of your relationship. The experiences and the insight and understanding that you got in the stage one of your relationship, the good times that you had, the good times that you had in the stage one, and the understanding and wisdom and patience that you're able to, to, to build in the stage two of your relationship will determine whether you decide to scatter the relationship or to make amends. Every relationship will go through these different stages. Whether you are a Christian couple, whether you are a Muslim couple, whether you are an 80s couple or not, you will have the excitement stage, you will have the reality stage, and you will have the resolution stage in your marriage. It is how it is and in your relationship. In my next episode, I will teach on the evergreen relationship. The evergreen relationship. In that episode, I will share the things and the secrets that you can apply so that no matter the season of your relationship, relationship, the, the tips you can apply to make sure that your relationship is evergreen. It's going to be powerful and it will go, do you good. I want to thank you so much, my radio listener. I appreciate you so much for taking time to listen to me today. Thank you so much. And I appreciate all those listening on my podcast page. And I appreciate all the guys and ladies, beautiful people that are in the Revis WhatsApp family forum. They call it ROFF. You guys are amazing. You inspire me on. I appreciate you. I, I, I thank you. Stay tuned for another exciting episode of Moments with Revi. Next week, same time, same station. I am Reverend Victor Ekwe, the Senior Pastor, Church of God Mission, Water Resources District Headquarters, saying bye-bye.